Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn, learn smarter. What if I told you for the next 28 days, everything in our collection will be $28? Urban X is proud to present the latest in urban wear and attire. As we launch our brand new clothing company, we are proud to represent our ancestors the right way. In honor of black history and the ancestors who came before us, join us in wearing a piece of attire and culture that would make them all proud of our fight and struggle. Log on to urbanx.nyc to pick up the latest in urban fashion. And remember, I am because we are. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. you guys joining us here on this Thursday. It's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's probably, Day? Probably holding up your dates. Cause you Holy wanna, you know, shit. Because you want to, you know, watch us. We appreciate I didn't you. buy no chocolates. Yeah. I ain't get no candy, no flowers. I didn't do none of that shit. So we appreciate you watching. You Holy shit. Oh, uh, you definitely, like, you really. I did not know. Uh, today is Valentine's Day? Yeah, today. Okay, yeah, I knew that. 
But my thing is this, and I don't like to knowledge shame. That's a new term I'm trying to kick around. Okay. Because niggas kick knowledge and always yeah. want to tell you some shit. In 1947, yeah. Valentine's Day really meant this shit. I don't want to get into all okay. that shit, right? But my thing is, fellas, just saying, don't spend $1,000 to take your wife to a fancy hotel to do the same three positions you could have did at home. Don't do it. Save that money, right? <laughs> same like, three yeah. positions and shit. No. Ladies. Do not feel special if everybody at the office got flowers today. How? If 10 million ladies get flowers, how do you feel special? That's all I'm saying. I'm not shitting on your Valentine's. You just did. <laughs> no, but I'm just trying to say. Yeah. Now, fellas, I'm going to hit y'all with a little bit of game. Send your wife flowers on February 7th. You should send your wife flowers all the time if that's, you know, what I'm saying. But on February 7th, all of them chicks in the office going to be like, oh, shit, right? But if the delivery man keeps showing up every three minutes on February 14th and then your lady feels special, it's, it's just kind of weird to me. You know what I'm saying? So, again, not holiday shaming because I let people do that. Yeah, okay. I just try to have a teachable moment okay. in there, right? Yeah. Save that thousand dollars. Throw wifey from the chandelier in the house. Yeah, and you know, pay a bill. What about the women who spend all that money on lingerie? Like I seen it already. Yeah, if if da da, yeah, like, like you I, know, I, unless you bringing somebody else in, and then the shit get interesting. But if it's just you know what, don't do it. You've waited <laughs> all day for this. Ta-da! Yeah. I and I go, oh, yeah. Shit, I've been knocking out for 25 years. <laughs> okay. Well, here we go. Here's these three positions. And then we're going to take a nap and watch a movie. Yeah, don't, don't, you know. Save your money. I know that's hard for young couples to uh, to really digest. So I'm talking to the older couples. And, you know, I think in, in the 22 years me and my wife have been together, and this is the honest truth, I may have celebrated Valentine's Day four times. Maybe. And I think the last time I was pranking her. So I sent flowers and shit on Thanksgiving. I mean, uh, on Valentine's Day. And she laughed so fucking hard because she know I don't really do that kind of shit. But for older couples, we don't have to do that. The love and, you know. And then one time, me and wifey just randomly wanted to go out on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. But what we didn't realize was Valentine's Day fell on a Thursday, like today. And we was like, where are all these fucking people mm -hmm. coming from? And then we realized we were in the middle of a Valentine's Day uh, weekend. Mm. And we had to wait mm. long hours. Niggas in here, I love you, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all that old shit was going on. Yeah. And it just got crazy. That's all I'm saying. So no no knowledge uh, shaming. You know, I can't say black. Well, you know we're not black because we the aborigines. <laughs> we the more. You know, that shit gets annoying yeah. sometimes, right? No, all the time, but go ahead. And I'm talking from experience because that used to be me. It ain't Captain Crunch, it's Cooter Crunch, as the comedian had said. <laughs> he was late. Sometimes you just got to chill, bro. Sometimes you just got to chill. And people know that the dude in, in France cut the hearts out and put, mailed them in envelopes. And we know all of this shit. So just let me take my lady out, mm -hmm. if that's what you're doing. Take your lady out. Right. You know what I'm saying? And have a little fun. Right. And, you know, get that box you've been getting, you know, as a gift. And shit, you know. <laughs>
Make that happen. They can make that shit happen. So, with that being said, thank you guys for joining us again. Yes. Right? Also, uh, if you haven't heard, I don't know if you haven't heard, but we have Black History Month shows. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know, you know. And we've been getting tremendous amount of support. That's a fact, yeah. And we, we, ran, out of, we ran out of some things. Yeah. We had to re-up on some things. If your order didn't come in the mail yet, it's coming. So well, it's well, been. We just sent some some, some stuff out. Oh today. no, we blew yeah. we we yeah. blew some things out off the yeah. hinges. But just one or two items, as you know, we have an ongoing shirt yeah. thing okay. going. Yeah, go, go ahead, go ahead. And uh, so today, I decided to wear, you know, the royal blue, you know, foil. <laughs> I am T-shirt because I am that I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I decided to top it off, you know. Which with, is cheating. With a hat. The, the the competition is for the shirts. Okay. Then went and got extra right before the show, mind you, like half hour before the show, made a hat. You know what I'm saying? That's cheating. Well, this is an accessory. Nah, you're cheating. You're like, cheating. fellas, nah, when, ladies, cheating. ladies, when you get a nice That's shirt, no, you no. make sure you got nice boots with it, right? So I said, you know what? What would shimmy off my shirt? Okay, right? but all right, but we're not even selling hats right now. We're selling them starting now. I no, just no. made an executive decision. <laughs> no, These no, hats no. are twenty eight dollars. No, no. <clears throat> for the month of now, February, now, tw- now hat is twenty eight dollars. Yeah, no, we're not selling for twenty eight and twenty eight. Uh, you you can get no. a special deal. No, and he's just hating. His shirt is nice. <laughs> that that that's a that's a nice shirt. It's a one on one. No, no, it could be more. Maybe it's got the black right. glitter. And yeah, I think Urban X. It's shimmy. It's nice. And the regular Urban X one is like our second top seller right now. Yes, yes, yeah. It's moving off the hinges. Regular one, the regular one. I first, I first. Bestseller is the woke, but I take naps. Right, right. Dope, dope, dope concept. So one for Malcolm, as you, as you know, and uh, keep in mind that he cheated. Like you can't just throw on a hat to distract people. Like oh, it's not a distraction. It is a distraction. It works well. Somebody answered it was a combo. It, See, it's no, not a combo. No, it's not a combo. Fifty-six dollar combo. Twenty-eight dollars. You know, can't just throw this hat in. But I'm saying it works well. Uh, there was no specific rules laid out <laughs> on how to freak that. You know, so I just, you know. So if you like what you see, this is uh, only in this color on the white t-shirt. Yes. If you want it on a black t-shirt, it's silver for it. Okay. Yeah. If you want it on a red t-shirt, it's gold. Yeah. And on a gray t-shirt, it's black. So it's it's a combination thing, uh, you know, that Urban we Next, decided to put together. Urban X, that NYC. Now we're running a special sale. Oh, tell, tell them about the sale. Since most people who have been ordering have been ordering more than one item. Yeah, been it's been three, four items. Somebody ordered 10 the other day. Yeah, somebody, my man Dice, out in ATL, ordered 10 items. Clap that shit, eh? Yeah. He damn near bought the store. So, I spoke to management, and management said it was okay that if you spend $100, so that's basically four items. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to throw in a signed copy of Urban X Decoded. I mean, yeah, 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 Urban X. Yeah. Urban Decoded. Yeah. Urban Culture Decoded? Yeah. Give me the damn book. Yeah. All right, this book right here, Urban Culture Decoded, right? I, I was looking at his shirt, Urban X kind of confused me. You will get a signed copy of this if you spend $100 or more. That's We're just going to throw that in. I spoke to management. They said it was okay. We can get the deal done. So uh, that's for those who, you know, and you, you. I think it's a good deal. That's a good deal. And you got two weeks left. 
And we're gonna be un unrolling out shirts. More stuff, yeah. More that's, stuff that's, every yeah. shoot. So check back to the site. Don't yeah. just think you saw what we, was hot. And we've had like a lot of return customers as well. That's and a lot of return know. customers. And a lot of like great feedback. A lot of people have been wearing their stuff and uh, putting it on like on Instagram and Facebook. And yeah, and like we that. appreciate all the support right. for what we're doing. And we've noticed like through the past fourteen days, right? We've noticed we haven't shown our women a lot of love. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And we was like, we can't do that. Right, right. We can't do that. So, we got with management again, the creative team. We talked to the creative team. Elon Odyssey. Yeah, 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 the creative team. And we are, we're going to debut this one. Black Wives Matter. Mm. Okay, so, it is Valentine's Day. It is Valentine's Day. Right? And we want to talk about, you know, with all the craziness going on in the world, black love is important, but black wives matter. A lot of these NBA players, they... Did you, they see, did you see the NFL players toasting to more light-skinned toasting babies? Toasting to more light-skinned babies. With his white wife? With his white wife. Mm -hmm. Right? So these NFL players think the epitome of success and these, you know, actors and rappers is get to Hollywood and then get a white wife. No. Black wives matter. We they appreciate do. our queens. We appreciate our queens. Okay. Now, for a limited time only... This is $28. Now, now we have Alejandro, which I don't know is, he is putting each glitter piece in there one by one. This takes him 19 hours to do this shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he be like, see, senor, I am very hungry and thirsty. I, I can't continue to do this. But I keep telling them, if you're thirsty... I'll give you some ice. Somebody asked so, me on Twitter if Alejandro is a real person. I had to explain. Yes, whoa, whoa, whoa. he is. <laughs> See, look here. Yeah. 19 <laughs> so, hours to do this one shirt, yeah. and it's going for $28. So get it while it's hot. Get it while it's hot. They flying off the shelves. It's a fact. It's a fact. So um, with that being said, uh, let, let, let's, what, what, what are we talking about? Uh, let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Side note, again, one for Malcolm's shirt. You got to deduct and deduct points because he wearing a hat. He cheated. Nice. And, and, and two, two. Well, two. What he has on his shirt, he it got inspired by me. You see the tattoo? Uh, see? He cheated. Look at him. All I know hey, is... You see the tattoo? All I know is this, this blue looks real no, good on no, me. he cheated. And blue is my power <laughs> color. See, I waited a couple of weeks into the competition to pull out my power Oh. Uh, oh, whoa, hey, excuse me, God, God damn it. Oh. Oh, shit. Uh, I can't say your name. Gwandolin, Gwandolin. We appreciate S. it. We appreciate that. Can we for get real. some women's sizes for the petite ladies because unisex t-shirts fit me like a nightgown? Okay, we're going to take care of that. That's, That's right. coming soon. Remember, this is a soft rollout where we were just introducing some concepts yeah. for no Black History Month. That ain't no problem. That ain't wrong. So uh, as soon as we, we launch our official website and things of that nature, we will have the petite sizes and all of that stuff. But we thank you uh, for your support. But you can wear one of these Black Lives Wives Matter as a nightgown. Your husband will like that. You know what I'm saying? He'd be like, yeah, you know something, baby? I never even thought about that. Black wives do matter. You know what I mean? So, But yeah, we appreciate that support. And like I said, blue is my power color. It's mine as well. And, and I didn't want to hit him with that all at once, so I started the competition. It's, it's, and then I just hit him with the power colors. So, yeah, let's yeah. get this going. Okay, so first off, uh, this came across, like, early in the week. It was a, it looked like a real bizarre video, but Dame Dash, 
he was like sitting down surrounded by his oh, film crew. His, his film, film crew. crew. And he was apologizing to Jay Z, Leo Cohen, Steve Stout, uh, Biggs. Uh, Jim Jones. Jim Jones. I didn't know he had a problem with Jim Jones. Yeah, I think they had some falling out or something. Mm-hmm. So, what'd you think? First, oh, he said, like, you know, this was some stuff he said. He said, I don't have beef with nobody. Pause. That's another thing. He's too old to be pausing after every 33 words, but all right, whatever. Okay. Yeah. And it had nothing, like, that was that was a reach. You know what I'm saying? All yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. He said, I'm working past it. So, Jay Z, if I offended you, I apologize. Leo Cohen, if I offended you, I apologize. This is after he wrote a whole book called Coach Gold. Yeah. 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 Steve yeah. Stout, if I offended you, I apologize. Just because you don't have the same morals and principles as me is, uh, is cool. Little shot. Shot. Little shot. Passive aggressive, yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Um, and he said, I'm not angry with you no more. I did what I had to do. I was a little aggravated about Aaliyah. And you caught, Excuse. Yeah, I caught the broad end of it. Um, it was therapy. That's what he said. Okay. Uh, you, I'm going to let you tap into that because, you know, I'm going to get a little extensive. I started to do a whole piece on this today, but I didn't have time. Yeah. <clears throat> so, so, uh, so uh, or first view, or first like watching the video, I, he just looked like really defeated, all right? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. He was trying to shoulder this whole independence, everybody, you know, should work, oh, you know. I'm my own boss. I'm my own boss. We don't need these Jews for nothing. We don't, you know, need anybody else. And I guess like over the years, just like wear and tear got to him. He just looks defeated. Um, The apologizing thing is wild because over the past... Uh, let's say 15 years, right? He's had a consistent um, argument, a consistent uh, case against these people. Mm-hmm. But in the last year or so, I felt like it was way more magnified. He was way more out there um, with the interviews. Step, he, stepping yeah, it up a stepping little bit. Stepping it up a little bit with the interviews he was doing. The beefs he was like, the, the, the new beefs he was having with Flex and things like that. And for you to apologize now, that kind of just takes the wind out of everything you were seeing and all the people that kind of supported you. Yeah, yeah, but very that, good points. You know what I'm saying? So, that's that's all I got to say. I don't know why he apologized. It's, it's, it's a little bizarre. It's a little bizarre, yeah. All right, all right. So, I'm going to take this from a couple of angles because it's not a... Uh, it's a little a little bit more complicated than that, I feel. Um, first of all, Dane Dash represents an idea. An independent idea. Okay. An idea that you don't need the system. Right now, I'm always telling young people and old people alike never to live your life vicariously through these individuals, no matter who the individual is, Mm -hmm. because when they fold, you fold. Right. It does not mean you cannot be inspired by the idea, but even in the most independent of independent independents have to depend on resources uh, outside sources, you have to sit down at the table with those who are a part of the system to get deals done, right? right. He has TV shows. Where he going to put these shows at? Right. As I mentioned about a month ago, if a tree falls in the forest, does it make a sound? So if you have a dope project of any capacity, but nobody has heard it or viewed it, is it dope? So we have to work within the system, and you can still have an independent meaning. you making the final decisions on the destiny of your goal. But if you are to take what this man is saying literally, right, right. you are going to run into some real problems in the world. Yeah. So a lot of our people sit at these computers 
and they gas themselves up. Yeah, fuck that shit, Dame. Yeah, do that shit. And meanwhile, they're not the ones participating in the actual events of uh, 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 not dealing with the Jews. And you, you know what I mean? You know, what was interesting about Dame and the people who, not the people, a lot of people who support his idea because you said it's an idea, that when they talk about being independent, we don't need these people, they, 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 they're talking about it on the platforms that we don't own. Right, absolutely. He went in on Leo Cohen, crazy, and then the pe- the the platform that boosted that message, Leo Cohen is a big major player in YouTube. Yeah, I'm getting to that. Yeah. See, see, now we're gonna start peeling back yeah. some of the actual layers mm-hmm. of this shit, right? Yeah. So, and I want to throw this out there too. Um, what would you do if because we don't know if they stepped it up on him, threatened his family? Uh, had pictures of his kids, his daughter, maybe in an uncompromising position. Maybe they froze his bank accounts for a few days mm. to show him uh, just how much power that they have. See, it's one thing to receive a threat from a troll online that you know is not real. It's another thing to receive death threats or threats of real magnitude that are coming from people that you know have the ability to touch you. And when you speak about independence and you don't have no standing army with you, then that makes you a target and a target that is easy to get to. So do you think uh, this was... So that's that's a good point, right? But what about the... Uh, the Rock Nation brunch that just happened. I'm going to get to that. Okay. All right. Now, you, you, you in my head movies. Uh, get the fuck out of my head movies. <laughs> my bad, my bad. All right. You all in my head movies. All right. So now, with that being said, um, you know, you have to take that into consideration what we're talking about. And it's easy to say, well, this is what I would do when your family is at stake. And now it, it brings more light to what Malcolm X was going through, what Dr. King was going through, what the Black Panthers were going through. They were receiving real threats. And when when they isolate you, because remember, they isolated Malcolm Mm -hmm. from the nation. Now, Farrakhan probably could be the only one could step in the club and say, fuck everybody in the club, right? Mm -hmm. Because he got a standing army with him who's ready to go to war. Not that Farrakhan would say that because he is a righteous man. I'm trying to make a point. You can't, as Dame Dash, walk into the middle of the club and be like, fuck everybody in the club. And then stand there, wait for it, so you know some shit is going to pop, right? So his book, uh, written, co-written by Kenyatta Griggs, I believe that's his name, uh, Kenyatta Griggs from uh, uh, Hip Hop Motivation. Right. He's the one you see on YouTube uh, uh, with Dane and he's pulling these stories and this inspirational information out of Dane he had to come out and make a public statement like basically what the fuck is this right. now my book has no value because you have recanted your statements now it's one thing to apologize to Jay-Z right mm-hmm. you and Jay-Z been through some wars that's an end the public apology is another thing, brothers and sisters. To apologize is one thing. A public apology is a statement being made to the world, unless you're apologizing to the public, right? He could have called Jay-Z, pretty sure he can get his number. He could have called uh, Jim Jones, as he said he did, and he could have just apologized to these dudes on the low and left it at that. When you apologize to Leon Cohen, who you basically stated your life that this was a culture vulture, 
that these small hats have affected our culture and infiltrated our culture on a level that we may never get the culture back, right? Mm -hmm. And he had allies and accessories to those crimes. Jay-Z, uh, Steve Stout, uh, 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 Kevin Lowes, Russell Simmons. The list goes on and on and on of these brothers who looked at the cash value that could be made, Steve Harvey, and decided... <laughs> that this would be better for us. Yeah. Dame Dash, as we mentioned, decided that that was uncomfortable for him. But when you make those kind of statements and you got these YouTube programs that you're trying to get ready, Dame Dash TV and all this, and Leo Cohen and them run that shit, okay? So now it's a problem. And you're not a problem because you're on an island by yourself. Yeah. So I don't know what they did to Dane, but it would look weird. He looked defeated. I know he's having some health issues too, and they might have just turned it up on him because they got people who do wet work and they serious about that business. All right, you 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 better if you're not spiritually protected and understand that it's a war on multiple levels. They could have just turned it up on him and like, yo, drain your resources. All your resources are electronically. Yeah. That ain't nothing for hackers to go in and freeze mm -hmm. your accounts. You know what I mean? Yeah. So all of this independence is an idea. And it is a great idea. It's just not reality. Not right now. At it's least. not based in reality, reality if you're talking 100% independence because I can't do business with okay. black people on a. You just saw a trigger. Yeah, trigger warning. Yeah. Trigger warning yeah. by um, Killer Michael yeah. was illustrating this. So Dame represents an idea, and, and, and that idea is a great idea. You right. know what I mean? In its in its principles. Right. But you cannot isolate yourself because no man is an island. And they will wait you out until your weakest point. Which looks like right now. Which me. looks like yeah. right now is his weakest point. Yeah. And their motherfuckers will make you apologize. Now, I, Black Dot, have to apologize. <laughs> Leo, liar, uh, whatever the fuck. I, I'm sorry for that shit, man. <laughs> Dame, I mean, Jay-Z, I don't even know you, but I'm sorry for all the shit I said. Because, look, you, you done fucked the game up. Yeah. You had an army of us rolling with you, not vicariously, because I don't live through no man. Yeah. I know these niggas tell you one thing, and behind the curtain, they have a whole other agenda. But the concept and principle, it's sort of like if you believe in Colin Kaepernick, and next year you see him on the sideline warming up. He got a job now, but he ain't kneeling no more. Or he stay in the locker room when the national anthem play and, and defeat the whole purpose. What are you gonna do? Yeah. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's important you understand what's going on. Now to the brunch. Yeah. With the happy niggas. Yeah. The happy niggas at the brunch. We the greatest. It looks fun. Yeah, yo, black power, <laughs> black excellence. All that shit look great. And you, it's good to see upwardly mobile Negroes, because that's who they are now. These are uppity <laughs> hip-hop niggas now. Yeah. Don't get it fucked up, right? Celebrating success. Maybe he saw that and was like, God damn, all, all the people I used to fuck with. All in one spot. Who, who yeah. all played their position. Yeah. Steve Harvey played their positions yeah. properly, yeah. not to piss nobody off. And now we are in a situation of black excellence. You asked the question early in the week. Yeah. Does black excellence only mean entertainment? That's what it seems like. 
Great question. Because every time uh, Diddy, and Diddy, he's one of those people, and shout out, you know, he we went to the same high school. He went, yeah, we, we attended the same high school. Not together, obviously. But every time he talks about black excellence, <laughs> it's always one of these parties with entertainers, like rappers, ball players, never doctors, never. I want to go to the black excellence banquet with engineers. Never that. App makers, yeah. coders. Yeah. Investors, traders, agro. Where's, where's, what level of, is there? Is that also black excellence? Mm-hmm. Or are we always stressing fucking entertainment? Because at the end of the day, it's literally like you're just doing something for the entertainment of other people. You're rapping. At the end of the day, you're, I don't you're, care. You're, you're, you're both, even though like I get those jobs take a lot of skill, take a lot of determination, take a lot of practice and a lot of sacrifice sure. to you know, attain to those levels. But at the end of the day, when all the smoke clear, what is it? It's entertainment. It's entertainment, yeah. And when I look on Forbes' list, entertainment is always at the bottom, mm-hmm. right? Telecommunications, trading, investments, always at the top. And here we are, and I'm not knocking it, but I'm simply saying we no. cannot begin to think that our uh, uh, a ticket out of the ghetto is to fucking entertain people. Something else has to give because we're going to always find ourselves in this position. This week is the all-star game. Niggas going to be dribbling and jumping. Ah, It's entertainment, right? So we got to be clear. These niggas are saying black excellence is entertainment. And not all of them is making a lot of money. Don't get it twisted. You saw Jay, Diddy, a few other dudes making that real money. But Jay, uh... Was it Diddy? Yeah, Diddy had a tweet talking about like, uh, you know, it's not all about billionaires. We need uh, to for revolution. Like we we are the cause of a revolution. Something something to that effect. And so he be talking cryptic drunk shit. To nothing. Me, it just be mad nothing. It be <laughs> mad nothing in the tweet. Like he the most about anything. the yeah. most revolutionary he shit said was the black man is God. He did say that shit. Yeah. Whatever he said, and he was like, fuck that. The black man is God. I, I got to clap yeah. that. Like, black man is God. <laughs> I'm not going to say everything the nigga says out of pocket. But brothers and sisters, if entertainment is all that we can do and we are the greatest entertainers to the world, we're we going to stay behind. Not saying Jay-Z and Nas and, and Diddy and Drainy Scott are not using their money to, to filter into was, other avenues because they that, yeah. are. I have to yeah, give them credit. I, they, I have to give them that credit. But we have to remove the, the aspect of just entertainment. That all we are good for is to entertain people. We are much more than that as a people. And I think Dame Dash had a reflection. He might have been smoking some really good fucking weed <laughs> and had an emotional moment. But the public apology to Leon Cohen is unacceptable at all Cost because now Kenyatta Griggs' entire body of work, yeah, and I heard he had six chapters into book number two to continue this journey of informing our brothers and sisters. Yeah, you're supposed to die on that sword. You're supposed to die on that sword. I'm sorry, you're you have to die, to die on that sword at all, especially after you've been the one telling us what's a boss move and what's not a boss move. That was not a boss move under any circumstances. With the exception of they scared the shit out of him and shit just got real. And don't tell me, Yo, I'm a revolutionary. I'm going to fuck my family. I, I'll die for the cause. And niggas will pull out a little champagne for you. You remember that nigga Black Dot? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. share that nigga. And his whole family's, yeah. no, 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 no. 
So you have yeah. real decisions to make, and they should be based on your integrity, not money, Steve Harvey. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? So this is a very interesting topic and time for us to pay attention to Dame Dash. I hope he's okay, but Dame Dash should represent ideas. Don't follow men anywhere. Yeah. I don't care if it's noble, whoever. You stop following men anywhere, and I told y'all that. I had to get on some dudes in the chat about Tupac this week. Uh, <laughs> he nigga been dead 23 years. I make a joke about him, and niggas got offended, right? Because we can, the Christ constant, that you know, we still, we on that. You can't talk about Jesus and Tupac. Anybody else? <laughs> I done talked about Dr. King, Malcolm X. I done talked about my mama, my kids. Oh, all that shit is funny. The minute I mentioned Tupac, niggas was like, I'm unsubscribing. I was like, well, nigga, bye. You know what I mean? So we have to be clear. This Dame Dash shit is serious. And, you know, we have to see and it where also, it goes. And it also leads into a few more conversations we're going to have tonight. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So uh, another week of the Jesse Smollett saga. Oh, we got more shit. Yeah, he just he actually just did an interview this week talking about like he's pissed off that people don't believe him. Like why would he lie about that? Um So he's garnering he's looking for sympathy, sympathy now. And if you watch the interview again Did he cry? He did somebody I, said it. But I, he's an actor, so yeah. I don't really know. But you know what he was doing? Uh which was I guess brilliant in your position, right? Um he was turning the discussion uh away from him but to all gay people. Oh, yeah, that was deflecting. Deflecting, yeah. He was deflecting. So he was victim victim consciousness yeah. and then deflecting on all, all the gay people. Right. Like, join me in yes. this movement yes. because we collectively yes. are victims. So it just came out today, as a matter of fact, okay. that um, the police raided the home of two people of interest. Uh, and both men are of Nigerian descent and have appeared as extras on the show Empire. What? Okay. Nigerian. Yeah. Not hate crime, not white KKK, and they was on the show. Yeah, apparently they're on the show. Yeah. Wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute. I mean, rolling around in my head, movies, <laughs> Nigerians, actors on the set. This goes back to what I said. I think him and Lee Daniels this, um, had a breakup. A lot of people, and now I feel like more people online, from what I've been seeing, have. Uh, do see it, it might have been staged. Like, it might have been... I said this. I said, I think him and Lee Daniels, he's ready to leave Lee. Lee don't like that shit. (laughs) He grabbed a few extras and gave them a script because that shit sounded like a script. Ain't you that faggot nigga from the show? Because first of all, how are two maggot hillbillies gonna... uh, Maggot. Maga hillbillies. Yeah, maggot. Maga. Same shot. These niggas just emerged in downtown Chicago. Maggot hillbillies are gonna be in downtown Chicago. Recognize him of all people. Hillbillies ain't got TV. As the gay dude from um, Empire. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Right. So it was too... It was too scripted. It sounded like he was trying to shake Jesse down or something. You know, run up on that nigga. He go get a sandwich at 2 o'clock. He go get a foot long down the block. Shit. Shake his ass up and read the script. Read it back to me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. This is faggot nigga from show. We MAGA world, MAGA nation. 
and yes, we, yes, got it, got it, boss, got it. That's what the fucking shit sound like to me, right? Mm -hmm. So now he's going to double down on some yeah. shit. Okay, yeah, yeah. So um, the, the Chicago PD uh, denied that they believe it was uh, a false allegation, you know. They like, need to just arrest his ass. You know, you want to take his ass. Yo, I saw a tweet to a high uh, prison. Take I his saw, ass to I prison. I saw a tweet, and the guy said, "So if he's um, staging um, crimes and then calling the police on black on people that didn't do anything, uh, gay uh, gay people, a uh, gay black men, the white women of black people." That's you a very good question. You, you remember the um, the article? Yeah, Nauru, uh, straight black men. The white men of black people, something like that. So yeah, he's flipping around. He's flipping it around. It's obviously satire, but it's a funny tweet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wish him well, but that shit didn't sound right from the beginning. I, I'm just keeping it a buck. I wonder what's gonna happen to him. Uh, he's really gonna get punched you, in the face. No, you know what's somebody. Gonna, you know, but it, it, when things like this happen, and then you blame it on your sexuality, you cry wolf at some point. So now, other people who actually go through this, that's that. That was women's issues all the time. Right. You know what I mean? Here it is. I don't even want to uh, admit to my uh, me being a victim because y'all gonna turn, you know, yeah. twisted into. Yeah. It's so many people lying and it's so much going on, man. It really is. And he's messing up for real gay people who are uh, being assaulted. Yeah, I said that. I said that. That's what you just yeah, said. Yeah, I just said that. Okay, I like yeah. to steal ideas. Yeah. My wife is famous Yo, for that. Oh shit. my god! I'll be like, yeah, we are gonna go with blue. She be like, no, no, she no. No, you know what the thing is. The thing is, we should go with blue. We should with a straight face, <laughs> and we'd be like, "Didn't I just say that?" No, she just, yeah, yeah, she steals. She steals a lot. Yeah, facts. Dead serious with that. Too. She be dead ass serious with that. So shit. We'll, yeah, we'll keep an update on this. Side we'll keep an update on on juicy. <laughs> it is Valentine's Day. You are tuned thing. into the sounds of Urban X. All right, so let's get into uh, the Steve Harvey Monique thing. Oh yeah, this. So, this nigga. Okay, first of all, when I first heard about this, I heard about it on the radio, right? Like two weeks ago. And the way the radio person, I forgot what station it was on, made it seem like they almost <laughs> actually came to blows. Like, Yeah, they said she, she threatened to smack him. Yeah. And he said, you're going to have to, if you do, you're yeah. going to have to bring your husband out yeah. here and we're going to have to deal with that. You know what I mean? So, that's and a, that's what he's supposed to say. Yeah, but I didn't see any Because he could have been like, bitch, you smacked me. <laughs> <laughs> I smack you back because my mom's was ghetto. Odessa, yeah. my mother was anybody's. I don't care who it is. Mm -hmm. You smack them back. You know, I'll tell you a ghetto story. Real yeah. quick, ghetto right, story. Right now? Right now. I get it. Uh, I used to like this girl. Her name was Amanda. We were in the fourth grade. No, third. We was in the second grade together. Okay. She was really big for a girl, though. Okay. But I liked her. But she always smelled like pee. Okay. You know what I mean? So she had a pee problem. Mm -hmm. Shit. You know me. I've been this funny dude my whole life. So I'm starting to joking and I told her she smelled like pee. And she got offended. As, yeah. Okay. But she smelled like pee. It was the truth. And she ran up on me, son. And she pushed me to the floor hard. And here I am in the class is like, ooh. <laughs> now, second grade, that's pressure. That's pressure. I like her. She's cute, but she smells like pee. I'm giving y'all the scenario. And now I'm on the floor, and I'm looking up at this big, giant girl, who I like, but she smells like pee. And I have a decision to make, right? Mm -hmm. So I could have been like, nah, that's cool. Y'all stop. When keeping it real goes wrong, I had to get up. 
And I had to put in second grade work, son. I put that second grade work in on her, son. I had to. You know what I mean? And I'm not proud. She was a girl. That's foul. But, you know, just, hey, you know, when keeping it real goes wrong, I think I got suspended, you know, and uh, that's uh, the ghetto story. What's your uh, problem, man? Ghetto Cosby story of the night. Yeah, that's a true story. Yeah, issues. Shout out to Amanda, wherever you are. I'm pretty sure you've cleaned up well. Because if you still smell like pee, <laughs> that would be weird. Yeah, but then it, again, when you reach 50, like you could have a bladder problem. So she could have started as a pea girl, lived a great life. And it's back to it. And then she turned 50, and now she has to wear a Depends. Could happen. I could meet her now and be like, oh, shit. Oh, you still smell like pee. It could happen. Just rolling things is, around in my head is, movies. To all my friends who watch, all right, all right. this is what I deal with all, all right, day. All right, let's get back to some serious yeah. stuff. Because, yeah, yeah, that was way off track. So, uh, yeah. Monique and Steve Harvey, she went on his show mm -hmm. uh, to talk about her uh, being blackballed from Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. And it got it got heated. Yeah, it got a little heated. It got a little heated. Yeah. I'm, um, play, I'm you gonna play some of that? Yeah, I'm play some okay, of it. Yeah. it got a little heated. Uh, what I will say about this though is, I feel like people's reaction to this is just, like we, me and you talk about the low hanging fruit all the time, like the easy arguments to make. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people miss those arguments because. Uh, I felt like this conversation was way more nuanced than people would like to admit. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to find it right now. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Okay. It's too lost. It's what your issue is, and it's what the perception of the issue is, and the narrative has changed. See, I'm hearing what you're saying, baby, and I agree with it when the narrative changes. But if all of y'all said, this is the only issue I have with it, baby, when all of y'all said privately to include Oprah, all of y'all said privately, we, I've done nothing wrong. When you tell the truth, you have to deal with the repercussions of the truth. We black out here. We can't come out here and do it any kind of way we want to. Let me, Listen oh, to me. Your husband yes. can't be the Sydney that he really is out here. Let me tell you that, something. Not, that flexing, Let me we got to flex a different way. We Let out here in a game. This the money game. This ain't the black man's game. This ain't the white man's game. It's this the is money the money game. game. But I, we in the something. money game. And We're you cannot sacrifice yourself. The we best are. thing you can do for this poor people is not brother. be one of them. You cannot We're help We're in the money them. game. But let me tell you what the game is before the money game. Like before the money game, it's called the integrity game. And we've lost the integrity worrying about the money. But, Mo, and wait a minute. If wait I a minute. crumble, if you my crumble. children crumble, my grandchildren crumble, I cannot, for the sake of my integrity, stand up here and let everybody that's counting on me crumble so I can make a statement. There are ways to win the war in a different way. Okay, what you guys said? Wow. Did you see that? Yeah, I did see oh, that. Okay. Yeah, I saw that. It's not the first time I'm seeing okay. it. I did that for like a th oh, effects okay. and shit. Um, first yeah, um, Here's the thing. This also ties into the Dame Dash situation. Yeah, it does. She took an independent stance. She represents an idea, and she was blackballed, and privately they told her, you did nothing wrong. But in the face of these Jews, these small hats who run Hollywood, we have to have our cloak and dagger on, right? right? I had issues, clear issues, with him saying the best thing you can be for black people, for poor, for people. poor people, is not be one of them. Yeah. But, because that's a disassociation that, what that seemed uh, like, a, a, a trait. What that seemed like to me was like, 
that for for that split second he forgot he was on TV. It it, it definitely sounded like that. Like he was having like a real just people in your audience are poor. Yeah. The people you out goofing <laughs> right. and cooning in front of are poor right. people. Yeah. These very poor people are giving you the very little money they have to hoist you up to a level to do more coonery. Now, what I will say is that the the discussion the the age old debate between like the bag and your integrity that's been going on forever absolutely right and then what he's saying is that you're right you have an argument you like we, we agree with you but you're going about it the wrong way which is also something i agree with i i, I think she could have handled it a different way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because she actually like she tried to isolate herself and that creates you know she a, she put a, herself issues. outside of the house right. and she's throwing rocks back into the house yes. or asking why nobody is opening the back door to let her back in the right. house right. so i understand those principles and here's she the burnt, thing she burnt a lot of bridges she burnt a lot of bridges yeah. integrity is critical in all aspects of life mm-hmm. right integrity for me is how you conduct yourself when nobody is looking that's integrity. Integrity is knowing you can tell your boys, your A1 from day one, go pick my girl up from the airport, take her shopping and just drop her off home and not have to worry that your boy is going to do something yeah. or your wife is going to do something. There are so many levels and we have lost that chasing the bag, right? Because these devils, I keep telling you, it's not about the money per se. It's about the energy you exert to get the money that they're happy about. These are energy vampires. So what will Steve Harvey do? What energy will he exert to get the bag? What level of integrity will he sacrifice to get the bag? Because the bag is what it's subjected to be. So, so do you think um, do you think that Monique would have this stance if this ever happened to her? If she was never blackballed? Probably not. That's that's my issue. And I have that. But sometimes you have to be exposed to things that. for you to realize, oh, shit, yeah. these people I thought were my friends are yeah. not my friends. Yeah, but I also have a problem with a lot of people who are, like, as a reaction from these videos, I'm going to play part two in a little minute, but who are saying that, yeah, that's the problem. Like, I would never, uh, you know, uh, risk my integrity for my job, but they had a job that they hate. You had a they, job you had a, with a racist voice that you know is racist that you say nothing to. Because, and this is what we mean by right. selective Facts. outrage Facts. and selective because what would you do? Facts. Right? Yeah. So I got to go to this job where I know the boss hates me until I create something else. And, and remember, the same forces used to obtain are the same forces used to maintain. Mm-hmm. So you live in a, a very cushy life. This is what happened to Terry Crews. Yeah. Terry Crews has created a, a cushy life playing a fucking goofball mm-hmm. in all of his movies and all of this shit. And then a small, little, timid, small hat Jew boy ran up on him and grabbed his nuts in front of his wife. And he had to say integrity would be to punch this nigga in his mouth. Right. The bag... Because I got so many people, Steve Harvey, thinking about me yeah. and I got to depend on, I have to sit there like a fucking gorilla and do nothing. Right? Mm-hmm. This is the same scenario, just different. But, you know, people praise 
Terry Crews for that though. I don't know what the you, what you, people you, in their right mind well, phrase you, you, that you, shit. You see what I'm saying? Like they, it's it's based on who they like and who they who and, they but, don't but like. But you also gotta understand in this day and time that we live in, your generation per se okay. is about the bag. And they don't care how they obtain the bag. I've never seen so many beautiful, intelligent black women who just sell in box. Straight up. I got box for sale. It's box. Yeah, they call it sex work. Sex work? <laughs> yeah. No, no in-between game. Yeah. Nigga, what you talking about? You know, I, yeah. I'm here. You can book me. So this bitch might be a circus clown. I can book her. <laughs> look her up. Maybe she's famous. No, you can get the box. Yeah. Straight up. I've never seen this before in my life. So now the bag is the only, and if you mention anything of integrity, oh, you a hater. Fuck that shit. Mm -hmm. And this goes back to what I talked about behind closed doors. These dudes are doing things unspeakable to maintain a certain level, even at the Rock Nation brunch. Whole bunch of boule homosexual niggas up in that party. And they all down with that shit, so they all feel comfortable. Don't tell me anything different because I know better. Right? <clears throat> so now she's saying, where was y'all when y'all probably put a battery in my back right. when the cameras wasn't on? Yeah, that's right. You right. You ain't do shit. But when it's time to go up and fight, because you, she's an island. No woman is an island. She cannot beat Hollywood by herself. So it looks cool. But it's also because... Uh they was having a discussion on the Breakfast Club today, right? And somebody put it this way: like, say, um, you get into an argument with your boy or something, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, y'all have a, like, it's no, I, I'm saying it the wrong way. Say like it's three of y'all, your friends, whatever. Two of your boys get into an argument. One comes to you, y'all talk about it. You go, yeah, I, I see your point, right? Right. And then he goes back to the other boy, says something totally off script, and says. D agrees with me too. You're going to go, whoa, whoa. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Slow down. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. Time out, son. I told you that in so, confidence. Like, that's, that's what um, <laughs> a lot of people felt like it happened with a lot of her contacts in the in the um, Hollywood industry because like she started wilding. But she also understands that Hollywood is a game. Mm -hmm. She know the rules. Monique know the rules of what Hollywood presents. I, and if you go off script... They will make you look fucking crazy. I think her husband has a lot to do with that. Her husband too. is her new handler. Yeah, I think he has a lot to he's do with that. He's the handler. Too. I don't know his name. He's the handler uh, Sydney, because he's Sydney putting something. batteries in her back yeah. to go against his because she thinks her worth is greater than what it is. Not talking about on a personal level of her being a black woman because hold black, up my t shirt. Because black wives matter. Because Monique, as a black woman, black wives matter. We're not gonna say that. <laughs> but her value in Hollywood, maybe, uh, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying, inflated because they have the ability to inflate or deflate as they see fit. Fact, so maybe she thought, I got an Oscar now. And it means nothing. And that shit means nothing. I got an Oscar, so they have to, no, they do not. They create, this is their world. They create the rules and regulations. People in the chat room, tell me if I'm wrong. So it's a game being played. It's sort of like that movie. Uh, and then she went against the most powerful black people in that community. You don't go against Oprah. She's a monster, right? You started <laughs> going against Oprah, Lee Daniels, and you on your own doing it. And while it looks good, Tyler Perry, oh. Tyler Perry while it looks good yeah. for those who are sitting behind their computer desk, flipping their burgers or whatever it is they're doing. That's right, Moni. Mm -hmm. You can't take the system down like that. You just can't. 
And if you can, please show me what one person who has done it, right? So Dame Dash is learning a lesson. Yeah. Monique is learning a lesson. I'm not talking morals here. I'm talking about the power of Hollywood and these small hats and how they operate. She is done in Hollywood. Yeah, you just have to be... Uh... It's called code switching. You know what I'm saying? Actually, What's that movie? Uh, Which one? Uh, where the dude, he has a Hollywood voice and he has the hood voice. It was a nice little underground movie. I saw it. Y'all know in the chat room. Like, uh, how can I help you? I think there's a name. Oh, of the um, yeah, I know. It just came out like recently, like last year. Yeah, like uh, 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 my man, The Cool, the, uh, from The Cool had. Uh, I know who you're talking about. I don't know the name. Yeah, yeah, I saw oh, it. Sorry to bother you? Sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother you, yeah. Right? It's a code switch, right? Yeah. My wife does it all the time. She from fucking Coney Island. She busts your ass, too. But then I call her job sometimes. She work in executive office. Hello, how are you? How can I help you? I'm like, uh, I, I won't speak. Who fucks this? It's my wife and shit. Because it's a code mm -hmm. switch. Us understanding how this game is played. And it's not uh, like cooning or selling. That's not even. cooning. Yeah. That's the spy who sat by the door. Spook, uh, yeah, the spook yeah, who yeah, sat by yeah. the door understanding yeah. how the... If you do not know the rules... You can't win at the game. You have to know what's, what the rules are and of you, this shit. And in my opinion, if you follow anybody who says that you can 100% go against the system, you can 100% do for self, you're bugging. You're bugging. Show me who. Nature like Boy. My man Nature Boy, he's out in the jungle but eating off the wilderness. Puts up videos on Instagram. But then I saw the nigga going to a supermarket. <laughs> And get some fruit. I'm just, I saw it. They came out of the wilderness and they went to the supermarket. So that was a little weird to me. But then they went back into the jungle. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Other than that, it ain't happening. Yeah. It ain't happening. We cannot bring you this information we trying to bring to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Without these devices mm -hmm. here. So we're trying to understand there's a form of assimilation that has to take place. But behind the scenes, we're trying to be as independent as, as possible. possible. Facts. To nope. make the decisions yeah. that govern That's our direct lives. Yeah. Right? Your man Trump is getting ready to wild out and do some other stuff which may affect our lives in the grand scheme of things. But on the micro level, we're trying... And fighting for as much independence. But we got to buy shirts from people. We don't know who the fuck these people are. We got to do all of these things. Ink. And, and we got to do so many other things that we do not control. Just so we can have a piece of the pie. So let's not. What you're never going to get on this show is fake outrage. Fast. Or fake any of that. We're going to give it to you as raw. Because this is our lives we're talking That's about. Right. So I'm not against Monique. But she's going up against a conglomerate. And she's not, she's not even going up against a, a phantom Jews. She could have been like the Jews, and we'd have been like, that's right. She's she going black people. Yeah. She's going the black people who are the gatekeepers yeah. for you to even get a piece of the pie in the industry. Dame Dash, I had no problem with him uh, apologizing to Jay-Z, Steve Stout. These are black men. And I like to see black men sitting down at the table and working out their issues. I have... All the issues in the world with you apologizing to fucking Leon Cohen yeah, after you spend the last five or six years unveiling who he is and that threw me. I was like, what? Right? But if and you got he, YouTube then, shows coming out, and then he like in his apology, he threw a shot at Steve Stout instead yeah, of yeah. Facts. Here's the thing. This all started with the R. Kelly uh, documentary. 
because once the Ooh. R. Kelly documentary dropped, Ooh. he went on Nick Cannon's show, yeah. and because it was a hot item, they started talking about Foxy Brown oh, yeah. and his underage yeah. action with Foxy Brown and his relationship with Aaliyah. Yeah. This nigga, Jay-Z, doubled down. He knew R. Kelly raped or uh, uh, molested and married an underage girl. So when he met her, he had to know that already. And he didn't try to comfort her because she is scarred as a young woman who could use some real male protection. This nigga doubled the fuck down. This is true. That happened. And then wait, wait a minute. Then Dame Dash gets a hold of her. And he knew that R. Kelly raped her and abused her. And Jay-Z probably took advantage of her. And he didn't become the fucking protector that he was supposed to be for this young black queen. This nigga tripled down. And he started fucking her. Don't don't play with me. This y'all niggas is playing games. I'm not here playing games. Right? And I don't owe Leon no more money. He could take this fucking channel. Sorry about that. You You just be... You, you, you understand my yeah. point? So this shit is interesting, but it started with that because Jay-Z's name started going in the mix. Started two weeks before that with yeah. Funkmaster Flex yeah. going in. Remember, like, it's like recently he's And been... then all of them might have just got together and said, yo, we got to teach this nigga a lesson. He think this shit is a game. Yeah. This is a multi-billion dollar industry with an underground that has yeah. been surviving for years. A Jewish mafia an Italian mafia, a Russian mafia, and now we got a black mafia who don't play that shit. There's the underground, and then there's the under-underground, right? And these niggas are extorting money and moving guns and moving drugs through a network of artists and systems that have been in place long before Dame Dash shows up. Mm. You understand my point? And now you're going to start talking shit and trying to fuck up what we do here? Oh, no. Nigga, you out your goddamn mind. So this is what we have going on, and now they're going to teach Dame a lesson. And Dame should die on his sword, but that's just my opinion. But I'm going to tell you this. If niggas send me pictures of Eli walking down with his (laughs) little walker and shit, and they got, like, we going to take this nigga out, I'll be on here like, yo, uh... Leo, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Niggas be like, that done so loud. That's right. Get my family. Let's get the fuck up out of here. We moving to the country. I ain't got time for this shit. You understand yeah. my point? So don't tell me what you would do unless you found yourself in that situation. Can you imagine? You saw the picture of Malcolm looking out the fucking window with his shit. Like every night I can't sleep. His niggas is firebombing my yeah. house. And I got my babies in here. Right? Now, if you ain't got no kids or you don't give a fuck about them and you grown, you can do what you want to do. And you still only rep- represent an idea because yeah. you can't really move the fucking mountain, right? right. So don't tell me, oh, I'm going to, you don't know what you're going to do yeah. when they show you pictures of your mama, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, uh, at her little school or whatever the case may be. And they do shit like that to show you yeah. just how easy this shit is. So if... Anything short of that, he should have died in the sword. Fuck a cable show. Fuck being on YouTube. Fuck all of that shit, Dame. Yeah. Anything less of your family. And I, I, I got to say that because one thing my gift is, and I always tell you, is, is perspective. I always put myself as much as possible in the next man's shoes and say, well, what would I do if they don't show me pictures of my sons and my wife? And I know they have the capability to pull that off. 
Man. Do I want to go to my children's funeral for the movement and shit? And I got to sit there and cry. And you niggas will just turn the fucking page and continue to be on YouTube talking this shit y'all talking. Thanks. Am I willing to do that? Right? No, I'm not. What if I told you for the next 28 days, everything in our collection will be $28? Urban X is proud to present the latest in urban wear and attire. As we launch our brand new clothing company, we are proud to represent our ancestors the right way. In honor of black history and the ancestors who came before us, join us in wearing a piece of attire and culture that would make them all proud of our fight and struggle. Log on to urbanx.nyc to pick up the latest in urban fashion. And remember, I am because we are. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Huh? Somebody said, slow down, Doc. Not the channel. Yeah, not the channel, Doc. Slow down, nigga. Yeah, let's, let's get some positivity in the room. Yeah, let's get some positivity. <laughs> let's talk something positive. Let's talk something positive. So, uh, this week's Urban Excellence story goes... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <coughs> hold on. So, this week's Urban, Exo- Urban Excellence story, for those who are not familiar, uh, we like to share a story... Be- Highlighting people for, within our community who are doing great things, positive work. Uh, we just <coughs> talked about Diddy's Black Excellence and how he only highlights entertainment. You know yeah, what yeah, a uh, high bougie, uh, yeah. uh, you know, boule entertainment, you know, bourgeois, <coughs> bourgeois yeah, shit. You know that shit is so, cool. Yeah, we want to <laughs> highlight real people from our community, people we can touch. And uh, a lot of these stories are sent to us. Some of these stories are personal. Um, mm-hmm. Again, if you have a story that you want to share with us, please, please send it to us, urbanx.nyc at gmail.com. Yes. Or send us can, some stories. Send some stories. Or you can hit us up on Instagram or Twitter, stuff like that. But this week's story goes out to uh, one of my best friends, my, uh, one of my brothers, my man, Andre Trust. Andre Trust. Yeah. Scott His last name is Trust. Trust, yeah. How can you go wrong? Yeah. I like this nigga already. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, my boy Trust, he just opened up. Uh, he just like opened the doors to his um, own brokerage firm. His own brokerage firm? Um, yes, in um, Jacksonville, North Carolina. Clap that up again! God damn. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So uh, he put this on uh, Facebook. He said, after months of strategy sessions and uh, meeting with <clears throat> investors, sale after sale, we are proud to say that we are 100 percent independent for those. For, uh, for those who believed in us and told us we could truly do it, I thank you. To all of our valued clients uh, who are now family, I thank you. Uh, we have a lot in store. We are ready to do some good work in a new atmosphere with uh, unique con- commission splits and an energetic office space that we, uh, we're ready for it all. Uh, thank you. We will be hosting a ribbon cutting soon for those interested Ooh. in coming out to uh, invites will be sent out. Best wishes. Best wishes. Show me some. You got some pictures of this going I on? don't have the pictures of Because he showed me some pictures of him hoisting up the big ass yeah, signs. Yeah, the signs. He got his <clears throat> office chairs. His got desk. his office chairs. Yeah. And this is a part of Malcolm's uh, think tank group. It's some very young positive brothers. Yes. Yeah, so shout out to Trav. Trav. Shout out to Josh. Yeah. Shout out to Clinton. 
uh, Dre and it's me. Yeah. All of them guys, yeah. they get together and they have these power meetings amongst themselves. You know what I'm saying? I was calling it a sausage fest. <laughs> I just thought the niggas was hanging out for nothing. I'm like, nigga, ain't no girls here. That's a sausage fest. He's like, nah, dad, this is a think tank. And they all uh, pull and push on each other to motivate each other to do better. So I'm going to clap that up. This is called Tell Us Trust. Uh, it's him and his partner. It's him and, like, they, they met, um, he's in the military, he's in the Marines. Uh -huh. So they met in the military. And he said uh, it started just, they started talking about what they wanted. And then they just started. Found a common ground. Found a common ground. A piece of paper, pen. They just started uh, writing down ideas. Mapping that out. And it, it, it took a while. Because I remember when he first started this journey. And yeah, to yeah. see it is like, it's actually dope. I'm really proud of you, bro. And yeah. And, and I'm going to say this, and I don't say this often, Dre, I, you can hire me. You can hire me, Dre. I can only work on Tuesdays yeah, so now, and, and via Skype. Yeah. yeah. I know some, I'm telling you, my, um, my friends, like my high school friends, my college friends, I know some dope people. Sam. Absolutely. But you know what? You've always had the ability to get with a, a network of brothers and sisters yeah. who at least had something going. Tell me who you hanging out with. I can tell you where you gonna be. That's just That's the way fact. it's always been. Yeah, I, I, I've been blessed people. to do be around the same. My A one from day ones has always been go getters, and you know we surrounded ourselves in music and positive things, and it does have an effect on your life. You hanging around with broke dudes, you are gonna be broke. Facts. So, so I, I tell you a quick story. So the first time I met <clears throat> Trust was <clears throat> freshman year football tryouts at Mount. Okay. Right. So. Uh, we were the first ones. We were one of the first like ones to actually make the team. You were a scrub back then. I was nice. Okay. Nice. All right. If I remember, you were a scrub. I was nice. Okay. All right. So um, it was like so we uh this was a Thursday practice right? we were practicing in helmets and shoulder pads. So the next day we were practicing in full pads. So we were going to everybody's going to start getting some hitting. Yeah, we we're going to be hitting. So yeah. then um practice was over. I'm walking back uh you know with the Gatorade and stuff like that, and I overheard him talking. He said, "Yeah, I'm the hardest hitter on this team now." You know me. Oh, I know you. I, I yeah. all jokes aside, you heard that shit. Yeah, it's probably yeah. Like, I was like, what? So, um, the whole time during like this football trials and stuff, I never talked no smack. I just you know just did yeah. what I had to do. Yes, coach, no coach. Yeah, I just did what I had to do. So when he said that, I said, oh, right. I stopped and everything. I said, for real. I'm gonna see you tomorrow, right? Mm. So then he goes, "All right." So he was like, "All right, whatever, it's nothing, cool." Yeah, yeah. So then um, the next day we had tackling practice. So we had like, so the, what the drill was, um, if you play a defensive back, right? Mm -hmm. You had to do three back pedal, three back pedal steps, and the runner had you know to run which direction you had to make the tackle, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. So I went first. I tackled some kid. I forgot who it was. Nothing. I ran against somebody. It was nothing. So coach said, "All right, Bowser, you done for the day." So I'm like, "All right, cool." Right, so everybody goes. I'm getting water. I'm just sitting down. Somebody, the coach says, "Yo, we need somebody to run against trust." I'm like, "Who? Give it the ball, right?" Mm, so mm. I snap my helmet back on. <laughs> so the way it was that he was, the coach was standing behind trust, and the coach was telling me which way to run. Right. Now, and you had to start uh, with you had to start with the ball in your hand, and you had to start on the knee. Okay. So. The defensive back, he's already up, so you kind of at a disadvantage already because yeah. he's up. You have to get up, then get going. Mm -hmm. So the coach told me to run, I think, to my left. So I looked to my right before the whistle blew mm. to give him the idea that, that I was, was going to run right, right, <clears throat> to give me a little, you know, split second. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. split second to get up on your feet. It, uh, whistle blows, I run, I knock trust clean out, like clean mm. out, right. 
So then this was like, you know, um, and he, he came to me afterwards and told me he actually never played football before. That was the first time somebody he ever had to tackle somebody. So okay. I kind of took advantage. I didn't know. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. So fast forward a couple months into the season, um, I was like, I was one of the captains of the team. I was feeling myself. He was one of the, he played quarterback, so he was one of the captains too. But I was feeling myself every day at practice. Like, yo, nobody's messing with me in this football Yeah, yeah, team. yeah. Your head was getting yeah. inflated. Yeah. Head was getting big. You know what I'm saying? So then we doing tackling practice, right? So then it's me going going against trust, and it's the first time we went against each other since that first time, right? Right. So I had to tackle. So again, I had to do three back battle steps and tackle him, right? Yeah. So <laughs> this day, right? I'm gonna preface this, right? It was raining the day before. Oh, uh, here come the bullshit. <laughs> Here come the bullshit. It was raining the day before, right? Here come the bullshit. So I did my three back pedal steps, and on the third step, I slipped a little bit. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then, um, you know, I ran, and he kind of, he ran me over, right? But I tackled him, but he ran me over. He ran you he over. He ran me over. He caught me, right? Trust, we'll talk. We'll yeah, talk. He, he definitely caught me, right? So I'm like, oh. So then the coach goes, yo, Bowser, he ran you over. Everybody in the team was laughing, so I'm like, yo. I'm gonna kill a snake. Like I'm, like, like I, I, I gotta, I, I gotta kill him now. So then, um, it was. This off- is an extended story. Yeah, I'm just yeah. saying. So offensive practice is going, and you know, scout defense is just like practice defense. People that don't really play. Mm-hmm. So I said, bet I'm going on a scout because you know I never, I was a starter, so I never went on a scout. So I'm like, I'm going in. So the coach was like, all right, Bowser, like, calm down. So then I try to get him again, and he spins on me. Embarrass me again. Oh yeah. And then the coach brings me to the side. He goes, "Yo, did you get that trust that just ruined, that just knocked you out?" He said, "No." He said, "Did you get the um the license place to that trust that just wow. knocked you out?" Wow. Wow. Yeah. 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 I was tight. Yeah, I was tight. Yeah, this was, tight. was a long. Yeah. Well, you know, story. I never tell stories. Uh, but we... again, sh- uh, a long story short. Again, proud of you, trust. Um, you yeah. Did your thing. Absolutely. Um, and it's gonna be some tough days. Work yourself through it. Uh, every challenge that you come across is supposed to be there for that reason. Because we've been going through hell. We've only been in business for two weeks, and That's we've been going through some shit up in here just to get this thing right. We want to get it right, and I'm telling Malcolm, no worries. Everything we're going through, we have to go through so that in six months' time, yeah. we're better than we are today. So you're going to go through things in your business. Sometimes it's going to be slow. Sometimes it's going to pick up state of course. We here at Urban X are proud of you. Thanks, bro. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Okay, so this rapper, his name is YNW Melly. YNW Melly. Yes. Okay. He's okay. a Florida, South, Southern, uh, South Florida rapper. I was about to say, he sound like he's from Florida. Yeah, South Florida rapper. Um, He has a song called Murder on My Mind. Murder on My Mind. Yeah, he's kind of Typical his, rap song. Yeah, it's like singing melodic. Beautiful voice. Beautiful, Beautiful. voice. Okay. Yeah. But the, and the way he describes actually murdering somebody is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like it sounds, a piece of art. Yeah, it sounds, okay. <laughs> his yeah. voice of an angel. Yeah. But it came out the other day that he was just arrested and charged with uh, double murder. With people from his own crew, he murdered two. He people. murdered his two best friends. Yes, it's four. Of, it's a group of four of them, and two him and one of his other boy murdered the other two. Why? And staged it as a drive-by shooting. Why? No idea. His last name. Get this. His name is Jamel Demons. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that goes to say it. Yeah. 
That's a joke that writes itself. This is a joke that writes yeah, itself. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so, but a lot of these dudes, remember, we're in the snitching era. So a lot of these rappers snitch on themselves in all of their bars. Yeah. Now, some of them are faking, and some of them have really done that shit. Yeah, these Southern Florida rappers, I believe everything they talk about. Yeah, them, them, them Southern. In Chicago, I believe everything. Everything in Chicago. Yeah, I believe all, everything they, they talk about. They did that shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. says uh, uh, police in court documents say that uh, Demon shot his two friends and staged an entire scene inside the Jeep. And on February 7th, a grand jury indicted both of them on first-degree murder charges. And see, they'd be like, yeah, because the drive-by shooting on the 5th of July, you know what I'm saying, while two dudes were sitting in the red Cadillac, (laughs) used to be my man in them on the dark night at 7.47, the shots rang out. Nigga, that's everything... That happened to these with the song yeah, that yeah. the song that people keep talking about that he's like talking about a murder. It's called Murder on My Mind. It was actually done before. It was actually uploaded before. Um, okay, so all right, so he kind of technically had murder on his mind. Had right? murder on his mind. Yeah. Sort of like when Children's Story came out with Slick Rick. I didn't know that was a true story until you yeah, told I mean, me that. Yeah, I mean, no, he did the rhyme yeah. about Children's Story for those who are old enough, and then he actually wound up in a situation similar. Well, he was in a shootout. Uh, oh, so that happened first. Yeah, yeah, the song happened first. Oh, so he kind of just spoke it into existence. He spoke it into existence. Oh, okay. Sort of like ready to die. I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? And all that kind of shit. And life after death. And, you know, some of the things we, uh, you know. Uh, uh, 21 Savage, is, he's uh, released on Bond. Yeah, let's clap that up. <laughs> and apparently, uh, Ice dropped the charges against him. Yeah, yeah. So that means there was no real... No, no real threat there. I think they were just doing that. No, not no real threat. It was no real reason to arrest him in the no first real, place. No real... Because his paperwork has already been in yeah. uh, to, 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 uh, for a, uh, a valid visa or whatever the case may be. It's been two years in the making, and they had no reason to stop him. He wasn't a threat. He's been paying his taxes. Yeah. He's taking care of his kids. So we know that that's something else that was going on. And again, it might have just been him... Uh, mentioning the small hats yeah. or immigration and some other things and trumping them, saying, let's bring this boy in, let's see what it really is. Yeah, you know, could yeah, be, could yeah, be, yeah. could be. But I, I think, I'm pretty sure the lawyers by Jay-Z uh, helped him out. Yeah. Jay-Z's doing a lot of um, revolutionary P- shit. Political, on a, on a low. On the low, which is the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Right? So I get up here and, you know, I speak about, uh, some of the things I don't like about individuals, but he's doing a lot of uh, you know moves that are, 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 are trustworthy and honorable as somebody in the black community who could. And I gotta call it for what it is. And what I gotta say to the people because a lot of times people criticize uh, Diddy and Jay, and we do it as well about uh, what they actually do to help people. But him actually providing a lawyer for Twenty One Savage, him paying uh, Meek's uh, fees. That's revolutionary in the fact that those black men who are up and coming, now they have a powerful friend. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. They have an ally. They have an ally who's powerful, just like some a white kid who will have you know, the mayor or something. Absolutely. Like and I love it because it's also demonstrating that we can get this done. Right. All in the 60s, you know how many artists... Funded the, the the revolution back you, then. You were just watching um Sam the Cook. Sam Cooke yeah. uh, uh, documentary yeah. is amazing. You know what I'm saying of his life and a lot of them would put the money up to bail the people out yeah. and they didn't want no fame, they didn't want no recognition. But that was one hand washing the other. Those who are sitting in the restaurants 
uh, making those sacrifices. When I go to jail, I know I'm going to get bailed out. Right. So we have all that. So now you see Jay-Z uh, doing the same thing for prominent individuals. So now you have these allies in place. And Jay-Z, of course, had the documentaries on Trayvon Martin. He's got some other things. Uh, uh, my man, uh, Khalif Browder. So Jay-Z is putting his money where his mouth is. Doesn't mean he has to be perfect or need to be idol worship as if he can't make no mistakes and he's above reproach. He is not. Because yeah, we can easily point out the fact that uh, the actual news stations that are debuting these documentaries that he's putting together are a are aiding to white supremacy. Absolutely. Well. We, can, we can go into those. We can we go can, into all the little particulars because yeah. he don't own no networks. That's a fact. Right? And all of this, uh, a toast to black excellence, we still don't own no networks. We don't own no banks. No factories. We don't own no factories. We don't know, uh, uh, we're not doing our own agriculture. We don't, we don't own none of this. But y'all cranking out rappers. Right? Now, another thing I wanted to say, it's one thing because we say a lot of shit like, Oh, that's blood money. Them niggas is the Illuminati. But yet we got our hand out when they get the money. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Hashtag mute hypocrisy. Wait a minute. Either these niggas has got blood money and you shouldn't want none of it because yeah. of your integrity. Yeah. Or but niggas be out like this. Them niggas is the Illuminati. Can I, can I get a piece of that? Right. So we can't have yeah. it that's okay. both ways. Right? Because, again, that's just us addressing the hypocrisy in all of us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're, we're not... I'm not uh, 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 immune to that shit. I've called these niggas everything but the fucking, uh, you know, child of God. So, understand it, but we can't have it both ways. Like, prime example, right? When we talk about hypocrisy, uh, there was a new football league that came out. AFF. The AFF. And I said, I just, I asked you, I said, so if Colin Kaepernick has all his money, he's still signed with Nike. Right. And he still wants to play football. If it was about football still. He would go to the AFF and play. He would go to the AFF and play. If it was about football, but it's not. It's not. It's about the symbol. It's about he trademarked. Didn't he trademark his image? He probably trademarked his afro and all Something that like, shit. Yeah, like. And I'm gonna say this too. And for all the people who think I'm hating on Kaepernick, give me forty million dollars, safe tucked away, and I will protest everything out this bitch. Right when I'm sitting on forty yeah. million, fuck everybody in the club. Hands down, yeah. fuck the Jews, the Christians, the gays, <laughs> fuck everybody. Because I got 40 million. Yeah. Right? That shit is easy. Try doing that shit that Ali did when he knew he wasn't going to have no money. Or Malcolm, when uh, the little bit of money he was getting from the nation, they was like, nah, son. Yeah. Try that shit then. Right? That's revolution on a whole nother level. So all of this, you know, new age revolutionary shit where my bag is secured. Yeah. And I'm just coming and, out here to but, help you niggas. And that's not to say that our activists should be broke. That's not... I'm talking something totally different. Yeah, that's not to say that either. Right, but if the corporation... If the machine is yeah. what we're fighting against, and the machine has paid you... Yeah, because I remember... That's some bullshit. Because I remember uh, discussing uh, the Black Lives Matter dude... Um, with the with the jacket. With the with the vest. I forget, I forget, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I figured his name out. And I talked about like how the fact that he always wears his jacket... I'm always with the the bubble vest. Right. Signifies that he's not really in it. He's in it for himself. Exactly. You want to be recognized. He wants to be branded as... As the dude with the fucking jacket. Uh, 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 DeRay. DeRay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That shit. So, understanding those issues, we have a lot to clean up in our Mm -hmm. community. 
And we got to start calling the spade a spade. We're not going to do no fake outrage up here. None of that shit. We're going shit. We, we, we going to call it like we see it. Right. Side note, one for Malcolm's shirt. That, that's a cool shirt. It's got the Urban X with the, you know, yeah. And two for Black Dot shirt slash hat. Those, if the hat affects shit. you as well. Nah, you needed the dead yeah, points. Yeah, yeah. We needed the dead points. So, uh, for the people who are just joining us, go to UrbanX.NYC for your <clears throat> uh, Black History merch. $28 for 28 days. $28 for 28 days. Quick Side plug, note. Quick plug. Before we get into that, we are trying to get Eli's YouTube channel up to a thousand subscribers. All right? Now, for those who follow, you know I do a show on Tuesday. I'm the only one that works two days a week here. And I do a show here on Thursday. So check me and Eli out. It's in the description. It is in the description. It's in the description, the Wait Podcast, right? I think he's got maybe 300 subs, you know, and we just being there rocking, right? Now we're trying to get him up to 1,000 subs. So if you want to help us and you can't donate no bread, that's cool. Just go and link and watch the show because I beat Eli down too. I don't care if he got a disability. <laughs> Everybody gets beat down in front of the... Me, you see what I'm saying? So the weight podcast, we're gonna get them up to a thousand uh subs. I want to do that this week, guys. So uh, you know, by next week's show, Thanks. let's get them up to a thousand subs Thanks. if we can. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Uh, so President Donald Trump plans to sign a compromise border security measure in conjunction with declaring national uh, a national emergency. To secure the border wall. So what does this mean? This means even if the Democrats do not give him the money, he's going to get the money yeah. by declaring a national emergency. Yes. Like this wall must go up. Yeah. Meanwhile, these Mexicans build tunnels under walls all the time. They're the greatest architects we probably have. So what is this wall going to do? Or is the wall a symbol of something else? No. See, we're back to symbols no, now. Dude, so the wall... Yeah, it's a symbol, but all of it is beyond that was a, a Super Bowl claim he made in early in the uh, campaign. So now he's campaigning for the second. Yeah, if he get this 20, done, if he gets this done before the next election, it's not gonna. Get, I don't think it's gonna get done before the next election. No, meaning if if the wheels are rolling, oh, yeah. and niggas is out there all doing he, construction, all he has to say is, "I promise you a wall." And his wall. His wall. And reelect me. Yeah. 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 That's that's. And then we have some weak. That's some gangster shit. Yeah. We have some weak, I mean, weak Democratic uh, candidates right now. Who, are, who, who Who's in the running? Uh, we got uh, Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, who was just on The Breakfast Club. Cory Booker. Talking about she was listening to, she was smoking weed to Tupac and, and Snoop in 86 when they didn't come out until 93. But wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. So she said when she was in college, yeah. she was smoking weed. Mm-hmm. First of all, first of all, she said something so wide. She said because they asked her if she ever smoked weed, and then she said, "My family's Jamaican," which is a stereotype. Which is a stereotype, and it's also pandering. Dude, all Jamaicans do smoke weed. Now nah, I'm only fucking. I'm only big up to my Jamaican brothers. Yeah, don't do that again. Big up to my Jamaican brothers. But like I said, it Rastafari. Was, it, you can still pander to your own people, and that's yeah. what she's doing. Yeah, and she said in '86. She was listening to Tupac and Snoop. Yeah. And their shit didn't come out until 91. 91, that's when it came out, yeah. But she said, so she just blatantly lied, or 
the weed she was smoking was so fucking powerful. Send it to the future. She was in the future. I've smoked weed like that before. I've smoked weed back in the days where I could bring shit back. No, no, she was just lying, and she got caught out there. And I'm surprised the Breakfast Club just didn't do the math at the moment, because a lot of times you in the moment, yeah, that, you don't yeah, realize it, that somebody yeah, brings it to your attention. That's what I. That's what I thought, because people were saying like, "Yo, the Breakfast Club don't know music for not calling that out." I would have got lost in that too. As I was watching, I got lost in it. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, Timothy uh, Whitney, thank you for that bread and D Man just purchased two work shirts. Keep up the great work. Check me now. Oh, check my novel, The House of Lazenberry by Daniel Webb. You wrote that. Send us a copy of it. Thanks. Uh, P.O. Box 24. Uh, Riverdale. Riverdale, New York, 10471. So that is Urban X at, or Momi Media at, because we got a lot of companies and shit. Uh, that's the parent company. That's the parent company. Yeah. Uh, P.O. Box 24, uh, Riverdale, New York. Yes. 10471. You gonna say it a third time? Yes. Because Omar say shit three times. We got the new school. We have the new school. Again? Brothers and sisters, we have the new school. I'll be like, damn, nigga, I heard you the first time, my nigga. And clap that shit up because you're gonna apologize to my nigga Omar. Because he got the bill. That's right. Clap that shit up. All you nasty niggas who said he couldn't do it. He gonna do it. And he gonna see you personally. He gonna see me personally. Malcolm, I got to see you. Because you the one who said I couldn't do it. It was impossible for me to get construction done, for me to get teachers, for me to get agriculturalists, for me to get graphics designers, for me to get embroiders, for me to get fucking uh, electricians, for me to get teachers, for me to get cooks. Or by August 9th. Of this year, brothers and sisters, August 19th, brothers and sisters of this year, August 19th of this year. Okay, we still need a million, right? And we still need a million. One more time, we still need a million. And Malcolm, I got to see you because you was you was doubting the God's skills. Without that God. As a matter of fact. I'm going to make a bold claim right now because I think August 19th, uh, he going to do it, okay? We, me and you are going to be out there high-fiving yo, uh, those kids when they come through the building. I, yo, listen. We're going to be high-fiving. Listen. <sighs> no, I'm serious. We're going to be out there. Yo, listen, if, if, I'm going to be out there. Uma, no, we, we'll talk. I'm going to be out there high-fiving. Because you know how they have those situations where you high-five yeah, the kids? Listen, it, yeah, yeah. We're going to be doing it. Right. I owe him an apology. If he was able to get all of that, you know? Yeah. Uh, clocks, when he said he needed uh, school buses. Um, if he was able to keep the tuition down because, you know, it's a private institution. 100% yeah. private. And you want to keep the tuition down for these single mothers that you're trying to help. If you're able to do all of that. Yes. I owe you an apology. Yes. Yeah. August 19th. We were going, we're going to Delaware, nigga. Don't get it fucked up. And we're going to high-five all of those kids. Right. You are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. Let's get to the... <laughs> all right, we have uh, yeah, more news here. Uh, Grammys. So, shout-out to Cardi B. Shout-out to Cardi B. BX's own. 
know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, she won a uh, best rap album grant. Uh, she won the Grammy for the best rap album uh, for uh, Invasion of Privacy. Mm-hmm. She beat out Mac Miller, uh, Nipsey Hussle, Victory Lap, Pusha T, Daytona, Travis Scott, mm-hmm. Astro World. Yeah, that's some great competition. So here's the thing. Um, I listened to Cardi B's album and I enjoyed it a lot. Cardi B. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot. Not talking about uh, you know, who wrote the album, if she doesn't write her own stuff. Right, right. That's neither here nor there. It was a great album. Yes. Yes. It was a great album. I wanted Pusha T to win. You can make I thought Pusha T or Nipsey or Hussle. Nipsey Hussle, you could have made the argument for Nipsey. Had better well. albums, yeah. but their albums were a little bit more hip hop. Way more street. hers was hip hop. Yeah. Right, so this is a popularity contest. I never knew that Nicki had never won a Grammy. Yeah, so what does that say about not, the Grammys? Yeah, that's that's very surprising. What does that say about the Grammys? It says yeah. that this is all subjected to who they want to win this. So I'm, I'm never in my feelings about who wins and who loses because I know yeah. and understand it's, it's the chosen one, the one they want to elevate to a certain level to push an agenda that most of us may not be yeah. uh, in tune with. Yeah. So because it's subjective mm-hmm. and it's not done on sales and this and that, people who win like this nigga, uh, Childish Gambino won. He won for, uh, for Song this, of the Year and Record is, of the Year. Yeah, or this some is America, shit. yeah. For This is America. Stop Actually, it. Yo, the, the Grammy... Um, Categories are confusing me. It's Very. song of the year, it's record of Very. the year, track of the year. But <laughs> but here we we had BET do a hip hop award or yeah, right. and we shot the shit up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was yeah. always something crazy. So we don't take value in our own stuff. In our yeah. own That's stuff where we could say we no longer need them. Here is our awards. Let's treat it as prestigious. Mm-hmm. And but people get a BET award, they're gonna ask. When we start, because the only thing that gives it value is what, is what, what we, we put, put into it. it. That's so then, when we put value into it, it'll mean something. And then BET messed up because they uh, one of their interns or social media interns oh. tweeted something foul. And then she said, what? Yeah, yeah. All that Nikki has done for BET. That's a fact. And y'all going to say. That, that award show. like She gets dragged. She getting dragged by her lace, lace front, front yeah. because congratulations to Cardi B. So now they're. They're sucking up the Cardi B because yeah. they want her to replace Nikki. And Nikki's now beginning to understand this industry is dirty. When they no longer need yeah. you, they push you to the side. Wait, and she's helping that as well. Well, she's acting like an angry black woman. No, she's like she's helping that like side note, hand me that shirt again. Because uh. <laughs> all black women yeah. ain't angry. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah, you yeah. for making that known. Black wives matter, yeah. okay? So I'm not saying all black women are angry. Thank you for making that known. I'm just simply saying, you know, yeah, yeah. You can get that for 28 temporarily. Then that goes up to 130. Because <laughs> Alejandro had to put each in 740,000 crystals. It took him 19 days to do a shirt. Oh, did I say 19 hours? You said 19 hours. 19 hours to do a shirt. So we got to charge for that because, you know, he's got to send money back home. They're building a the wall. <laughs> Okay, here we go. So yeah, she she performed nice. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was clean. Yeah. I thought it was classy. For those who say, well, she represents whole culture. Well, Jay Z represents drug culture. Well, P Diddy represents exploitive culture. Well, uh, Dr. Dre represents gangster culture. Shall I continue? So let's not get into uh, you know that kind of shit. It's just the album in a vacuum. I thought was a good album. I thought a great so album. Yeah, I, you know, so. you I could listen through. to it. And it's hip pop, P O P, as I said. Whereas 
uh, uh, my man Nipsey Hussle and Pusha T had more hip hop albums. J. Cole, I heard, didn't even submit his yeah, album. Yeah. Like, he only want nothing to do with the Grammys. He understands. Drake even had a, um, Drake won for uh, God's Plan, and then he had a, uh, his acceptance speech was basically saying, this is all like. Right. I, and I appreciated his they, acceptance speech. They cut it off, yeah. They cut it off, but he was saying, don't let this shit define yeah, you. Yeah. Sure, sure, I, I won. But don't let this define you because it means nothing. It's some people in the boardroom who don't understand our music anyway. You want to impress me? Take all of them old school rappers that y'all think are washed up who know the music industry better than anybody else and create a board and let them decide which albums are the best albums for the year. Then I can live with the results. I don't know about that. Clap that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, No, I'm saying I don't know because a lot of... When hip hop legends, when they judge, stuff, I'm not talking '70s legends. No, not even '70s. But I'm talking like they would. They judge it off of their music. You know what I'm saying? So but they, this is they, what I mean. They'll see Drake and then not no, like Drake. No, no. Because... But what I'm you, you have to judge it on what's in front of you. Okay. Not when I used to rap back that's, in the it's, '80s. It's a lot of that. It's not, a lot I'm not that talking on, about that. On NBA TV when they yeah, talk yeah. about LeBron. It's a, right. it's a lot of that. I'm not talking about that. I'm yeah. talking about these are the albums that submitted. Okay. Out of these albums here, which albums do you feel best whole character, best, you know, have hip-hop principles, banging beats, the whole nine yards, and say, these are the albums that we, the elders, felt were the best. I can live with the results. Okay. Right? Because everybody thinks their era is the best era. I was listening to some Spoonie G, me and wifey this morning, 1979, and he was going in, you know what I mean? So... You know, you understand what I'm saying. So that's not what I'm talking about per se. You are tuned into Get the those sound. questions ready. Oh, of facts, Urban X. Facts. Ask some shit in the chat. I feel good today. You, know what I'm saying? you feel good? So, uh, Freeway. Freeway has, something close to you has got a kidney transplant. Yeah. Clap that up. Yeah. As you know, about a month and a half ago, we had a discussion about. Uh, you know, him going through what I, I go through every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for the last 14 years. And he has decided, because I decided I did not want a kidney, but he immediately said he wanted a kidney. We bigged him up. And you know what I'm saying? And I'm glad he's in a situation where he has his kidney now. He yeah. perhaps can continue his career. I'm pretty sure he has family and, and, and friends that want to see him around. So I want to congratulate him. Yeah. I hope it provides uh, uh, an extension to his life, and and, and that's a great thing because uh, it, it is not an easy process for anybody who's waiting for an organ, yeah. who needs an organ, or has to use artificial devices just to be here and have a, a breath of fresh air. So it's a very uh, 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 traumatizing process unless you understand and you can master certain things and navigate through it. So I'm glad for him. I hope this second leash on life uh, uh, gives him an opportunity to understand that life is valuable for anybody and everybody out there fighting cancer, uh, diabetes, whatever you're fighting, uh, you know, keep your head up and, and, and keep it moving because every day that you wake up is a great day to be here. And that's why I'm always laughing and shit and, and goofing off because every day is really a gift. 
I've been so fucking responsible for so long as an adult. I'm on my Benjamin Button shit. Yo, we I'm were, reversing. I'm fucking 12. We walked into Target. It, it was really like he was 12 years old. Yeah. Walked into Target. He goes, yo, they got the new 8K TVs now. I need that. That's a cool I need that. For what? 8K, whatever it does. <laughs> I need I for, that. Don't touch nothing in here. Stop. Son, like, I'm living my best <laughs> life every single day. And I told you the last 14 years, once I thought I was dying is when I started living and the universe opened up and everything I want just happens. It's no struggle, no matter what I want, the shit just happens. So for him to get a second leash on life, lease, lease, I said leash, leash. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Irregardless, Irregardless, (laughs) you know, Uh, stop making fun of me, man. Yeah, this is online bullying. This is cyber bullying. So, you know what I mean? And I'm happy for him. And one day I'll meet him and we can exchange stories of what he had to, to go through and fight because I know his story yeah. inside and out. So, clap that up for Freeway. Very dope. Very dope. Very dope. So, uh, Amazon. Amazon. Decided to scrap their plans to go to, no. to, come to New York. No. Yeah, they're not doing it. Oh shit! All of those jobs. A lot, of, but here's the thing: a lot of people who lived in a Long Island city did not want them to come, which was weird. It's not weird. First, explain like, this to me, Malcolm. First of all, the city's already packed, and then you're bringing. It's gonna be more packed. And no, it's gonna be too much. A lot of people. This is what this is what people said. Okay. Right? All right. Let me show you what. Get some... So on the surface, it was a good thing. On the surface, it was a good thing. Is you know, uh, on paper, you bring in twenty five thousand jobs, and a lot of people need those jobs. Facts. But for the people who actually live in that community and business owners and things like that, you know, it was gonna tear down the community around Amazon. Right. That's like Whole Foods. Whole Foods come through and wipe your shit out. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The property value, everything goes up. No, not not Whole Foods. What's that other shit come through? The super supermarket. Look, Walmart. Walmart, 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 yeah. Walmart, do you see the people that work in there? Like, where do they find these people? Yeah. But when they come through, yeah, they wipe the shit out. Okay, so, okay. But like I said, a lot of people said that um, uh, just packing more and more people in, more and more residents, now you're going to add 25,000 workers every day. I don't see how that works. This is people who actually live in that community. And they were getting great tax breaks, right? Amazon, yeah. They Amazon. Were getting, they were getting incentives. Incentives. Yes. So... But they decided to scrap that. They decided to That's scrap how bougie things. New York is. We don't want your jobs. <laughs> That's the most bougie shit I've ever heard. 25,000 jobs will pass. <laughs> we'll survive. But you, you see how like now to go in lower Manhattan, you're going to have to pay a toll now. Did they pass that? Because I know they're thinking about yeah, it. I know they're thinking about it. They've been talking about that for years. But, yo, <laughs> so sometimes to uh, avoid like traffic and stuff, like, you, you it's going to cost you $9. That's crazy. Because the congestion down, you have a, no. It is. Drive it is. Down. I don't drive down. It's fucking I crazy. Drive. I take the cab. I take Uber. Or yeah, I take the train. It, it, it's crazy down in midtime yeah. in New York City, and there ain't no driver, and they don't want you down there. So they're trying their best to. This is a New York thing, guys. Yeah. We just, you know, yeah, you might have similar situations in your city. They're trying to uh, release the congestion, and you know, so. But I don't know if that's gonna work. Too many trucks got to go down there. Uh, you know, too much stuff going down in New York City. So get your questions ready. So, uh, you are tuned into the sounds of Urban X. So, uh, TMZ caught up with uh, Floyd Mayweather and asked him if he was boycotting Gucci, and he said basically no. 
And basically, I'm, <laughs> I'm going into Gucci right now. And spend 40 racks. Yeah. Like, I don't follow, you know, I don't follow the crowd and things like that. Which was a good point. Okay. He didn't have any fake outrage. He didn't have any fake outrage. And what I said, this is what I said earlier, too. It's easy to boycott a brand if you can't afford it. True. Me, me and I've been boycotting <laughs> Gucci because I can't afford that yeah, shit. Yeah, I don't wear it. So, so I'm in on the boycott. Yeah. You know, whatever. Put my name yeah. down. I can't afford that shit. Unless I'm talking about a fake Gucci belt yeah. or something. Go down to Chinatown. So shit, uh, yeah. a lot of people took offense. One of the people being T.I. Who, you know. Uh, he just mad because he banged his wife. Did he? Is that confirmed? I think he banged yeah, his wife. Yeah. Yeah. Because he had, uh, he he was at odds with that man. I was at odds with this man <laughs> and his principles on based on what it is that he should be doing. Because that man there, yeah, 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 yes. I think he banged his wife. Um, I listened to the song. It was alright, no big deal. But here's the thing. Real quick on the song, right? I don't like when you take Mayweather for his stance and then you start rapping about other issues black people have and try to aim it at. Yeah, but, because he didn't want to boycott. So yeah, yeah. That was, that was corny. Here's the thing. Um, I thought, whether you with Mayweather or not, we have to stop getting emotional about how other people choose to live their life. This is what I mean by Mayweather has no bearing on Black Dot's existence. How he choose mm-hmm. to coon, buffoon, do his thing, yeah. Those are, that's the life he chose. But we take comfort in black people to say, see, if he didn't spend that money right there, oh, he need to be on the black person team. That's why we can't get ahead. No, it's not. It's, it runs a lot deeper than that. Yeah. Your man, Drake, had blackface on, which was brought to us by Pusha T, and nobody says shit. It was a, it was a political act, statement. I don't give a <laughs> fuck. It was blackface. Yeah. And everybody looked the other way. Because yeah. we like Drake. We want to bang them Drake songs, yeah. right? So that goes back to hashtag mute hypocrisy, and we choose the battles. Let me tell you something, and I'm going to say this, and this is going to piss some people off, but I think it's important to say, black people are fucking annoying <laughs> to people outside of our community. Yeah. Not, not, not inside, we understand, no, yeah. but this is what happens. Gucci, niggas run over here. Now we outrage. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mayweather, brr, 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 now niggas is yeah. running over here. Yeah. Uh, uh, J-Lo, uh, Motown, brr, 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 <laughs> niggas is running over here. 21 Savage. 21 Savage, the portion. Brr, brr, brr. Yeah. And yeah. it's becoming, it's annoying. Go back to the South Park, the episode of Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. People who annoy you. <laughs> N blank G-G-E-R. He was like, uh, I think I know it. 10 seconds to solve the puzzle. <laughs> I don't know if I should say it. Niggas! They was like... That was the funniest episode they did. No, son. Naggers. <laughs> Naggers annoy you. Yo, but it, it, yeah. outside... We, we, we're victims for everything we mm-hmm. do. We have accepted... Look at what they're doing to us. Look at what they're doing. I'm tired yeah, I of told, it. I told you. I was on a cruise. God damn. I, to, I was on a cruise and two comedians went up. Funny dudes, whatever. And... They both had like racial jokes and like why black people going through this, white people, and it's nothing but white people there. Yeah, yeah. And I had, I just thought about like, yo, I would find this annoying. Absolutely. Like, you know, I get what we go through, right? Right. I, I get it. But somebody who's not within our community will probably go, yo, shut up already. Shut the fuck up already. Everything is fake outrage. Do not misconstrue my message. They, they, they are. I'm not saying they will. 
black people are annoying. I'm simply saying the perception of running every time we have become reactionary mm-hmm. to everything. Oh, let's run over here. Let's oh, let's do this. There's some people who wouldn't Come have. A, there's some people who wouldn't have platforms if they didn't. If they weren't mad at everything. Absolutely. So they build their whole platform. Their whole base of existence. Is on... just to be mad and point out all the racial things that are happening in the goddamn country. Sean King. Shout you out to Sean King. niggas are annoying. Yeah. Stop it. It's fake outrage. Yeah. You're not going to get no fake outrage here. If I'm outraged about something, I'm generally outraged. Not because they're telling me I should be outraged. And if you think Gucci did not know that that was going to stir up some shit in the middle of Black History Month. You think they don't know the history of Sambo? You out your fucking mind. What, so one of my friends had a theory that Gucci, probably the, the, these brands do this to get black people mad because they don't want black people in. In their fucking stores. Or to just uh, give them more publicity. Absolutely, because, because if you're trending on Twitter about something, that's you're, my you're point. Doing good. It's energy. Yeah. Stop thinking uh, there's a negative and positive energy per se. It's still energy. They sat. You trying to tell me it's intelligent? This is a multi-billion-dollar company, mm-hmm. and they did not sit in the boardroom and go, "All right, that looks good." Right. They knew exactly yeah. the response they were gonna get. They waited till the Super Bowl popped, and then they hit y'all with this shit. So now you fake outrage niggas could generate the energy needed to boost their stock, or it's a double fold to keep you out of their stores because they don't like you. They told Timberland, told y'all they don't like you, and niggas have not stopped buying Timberlands. I have two pairs. Okay. I have a fake pair. My daughter said, Dog, Dad, those are fake. I'm like, I paid $60 for these shits. They are fake. They are fake. They squeak when I walk, like if it's wet outside. My sister going, squeak, 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 squeak. True. But my point is, they look like Timberlands. They're close enough, right? But anyway, so my, I don't have, I have no shame. I, I wear fake shit if it looks right. Timberlands. My shit is Timberlands. Right, me and Ramik, my, my my man, we went to a concert one time. We could not afford real Tims, and we bought some Alpine boots, and them shits look real close to Timberlands. And we went and did a show, and them shits. I I I would wear fake shit in a heartbeat. Right. So my point is, we got this fake outrage thing yeah. going everywhere. They know what they're doing, and we still buy it. Yeah. What's up with Dapper Dan? So. Yeah, Dapper Dan, he met with him this week. Uh, it was called like 212. Some, it was like Because on the cover of uh, Paid in Full, Eric B. and Rakim got on Gucci yeah. shit, counting bread. That shit came out 30-something years ago, yeah. right? And now they're going to go sit down with Dapper Dan. They did it already. Oh, sit down and listen to this black man's concerns. We, 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 we're going to retrain our employees with sensitivity of uh, Sambo. We, did, we didn't know. Yeah. And then they're going to go home and he's going to step out in front of the people because now he's the point man. Right. Calm down. I have talked to Gucci. <laughs> Everything is settled. You niggas can go back in yeah. and get your credit card scams on and get these belts. Whatever the fuck it is you yeah. young people do. So let's, let's stop it with the fake outrage. Right? Now, if you generally want to boycott something, let that be something that organically happens and you feel for it. Too many people are just riding waves and shit like that. And we have no power when it comes to that. We be happy we shut down the fucking Chinese nail place. Yay! Whatever. And they open back up. And they open back up. 
Hurry up and buy. Tell you the same shit. Hurry up and buy. Thanks. Any questions? Any questions? Anybody want to talk about anything? Because uh, this show has run longer than, uh, you know, that's a done deal with Dapper Dan. Yeah. Yeah, they did that already. Yeah, Air Forces do the same thing. Alex Dix facts. Oh, did you hear? Because I get like I, I get like six pair Air Force Ones for forty dollars a piece, and I, I I pull them shits out all summer long. Mm. They be hear, like this nigga shop. Did you hear about this? When story? I'm not wearing my sketches. Yeah. You hear yeah. about this story? Um, California police uh, shot a 20 year old rapper who was sleeping um, in his car outside of a Taco Bell. I heard about that. Yeah. But was... what the story? I, I read it further. He had a gun in his lap. Yeah. And somebody reported somebody slumped over or sleeping. Yeah. And when they ran up on him, they startled him. Yeah. And he pulled, you know, they said he pulled his yeah. weapon. And that's a sticky situation. Yeah, he, the, the cops are going to walk. They're going to walk. Yeah, they're, they're going to walk, walk on that. But when I first heard the story, yeah, I, was like, Wait. I was like, how the hell are he taking a nap and yeah. they kill him? Because I asked you, how did they know yeah. he was taking a nap? So it makes sense now. You know, he probably didn't want whoever to get the drop on him. Some young niggas probably after him. You know how that gang shit go. And he had his shit in his lap. And they flashed that flash like that big shit. Yeah. Doom, doom. They hit your car like that and do that. Yeah. And he probably got up and and, yeah. and they aired him out. They so said he was reaching like he went down to reach for it. And, and you know what's crazy? Even if he actually didn't go down to reach for anything, the fact that they found a gun, that's all they have to say. Like, if we found a gun, he was, he was reaching for it. That's it. We fight for our lives. R. Kelly has a new sex tape out. Oh, yeah. yeah. People in the chat was telling me, yeah, I saw it earlier. Uh, yeah, that's that's a done deal. You didn't see it, but you, you saw the no, story. No, I didn't, I didn't see the tape. Yeah, you saw the story. Yeah, I saw the story. Yeah. Um, uh, This is somebody in his camp who, you know, this is a layup. Somebody had some tapes, and they brought them to CNN. Yeah, and apparently they know the actual, uh, somebody, one of the witnesses knows the victim who was on the tape. Right, and that she's 14? 14, yeah. Yeah, so that's a done deal. Yeah, they're about to get him. They're about to lay him out. Bill Cosby uh, gave his first statement yeah. from, from, from jail. Yeah, he said, he said he's having fun. Oh, uh, yeah, he said he got that shit on snap. <laughs> Bill in there probably taking niggas pudding. Pause. Nah, he, he's probably, you ever see those, those movies where like, do go to Jared and it's an old dude who, who got clout in yeah, there. Yeah, like, yeah. He, got, he got some he got, clout. He in the yard. He got the bodyguards. Hey, 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 let him through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you gonna do with that pudding? Yeah. You gonna eat that pudding? Yeah. And here's the thing. He's calling himself a political prisoner because he felt he was railroaded mm -hmm. into the situation. He was. And, and he, was. he was. So, um, you know, and he don't want his family to come up there and see him because he don't want to create a circus. So shout out to Bill who's doing his time. Uh, you know, he's just doing his time on his on his feet, man. And I hope his appeal goes through or he finds himself in a situation where he finds peace, man. Because it's rough out here. It really is. Thanks. It really is. Did Cosby, Doc Cosby, voice? yeah, I'm terrible. I'm terrible at all his voices. Yeah, I don't, what is this Ados movement? What, what is it? I'm not familiar with not the Ados. I saw the hashtag tash, tag. A-D-O-S. Yeah, I don't know what it is. And I'm unfamiliar with yeah. it. So if anybody in the chat... Because I hate speaking on things I'm unfamiliar with. Maybe I'm familiar, but don't know the term that they're using. Somebody said, uh, did y'all hear about Chase creating their own cryptocurrency called JPM coin? No, I didn't. No, maybe we'll hit um, DJ the cash coach up. Money coach. Money coach. Yeah. DJ the money coach, and maybe he's familiar with this 
this uh you know this uh this coin bit because yeah. that's where they're going with it. Uh, was Alpo in the Apollo or not? I'm not sure. Uh, mm. Did y'all see Juicy Smol- uh, Jesse Smuller interview <laughs> see, on yes, Good Morning see. America? Easy to say that. Uh, I saw some of it. Malcolm saw some of it. Yeah, I, I saw, did not. I saw some of it, and he was just basically trying. Like I said, he was trying to um, uh, include the whole so, gay community in his. Right. So somebody said, if "We love y'all show. Ever need vegan food? Hit us up." Organic Love Tree. Is this in New York? Are y'all in New York? Facts. I would love to try that. I'd love to try that. Can we bring our cameras and and talk shit? Because, you know, I like doing that kind of stuff. So let me know where you are. Uh, My brothers for the Eidos explanation. American descendants of slaves. Oh. Oh. Okay. American descendants of slaves. Is this the reparations um, issue? Thanks for putting me on to that. Appreciate that. That's why I love uh, our chat, uh, Black to America, and uh, Terrell Hairston. Uh, uh, Terrell Hairston, appreciate that. Um, heard you speak somewhat last week, but what what we doing about Bambada? Uh, I don't know. You'd have to speak to um, those on that committee. Or <laughs> that committee? Whatever that is. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so uh, if this is about reparations... I'm not sure if this is just another uh, political Yvette agenda. Carnell. Yvette Carnell, who's the one who created it. Hmm. Yvette Carnell, I'm but, not sure. So I don't want to speak bad about it, but it sounds like it's dealing with reparations okay. and issues dealing with black people receiving so, okay. uh, uh, reparations. So you know how I always talk about like black people can't agree on anything? Because that's a movement trying to do something for black people. Then there's going to be a whole other sector of black people that say we weren't descended from slaves. So No, those who were not descendants... Do not get none of this money. <laughs> Y'all know me. I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> I play the fence until the checks is cut. Right? I'm with all the Morris brothers and Aboriginal brothers and sisters. Until they start cutting those checks, I'm in line. Okay? Um, so, yeah. So, uh, I guess the organic place is in Queens. Okay. Send us the info. We will That's head out there. And yeah, we're gonna get to that. So it came out to two thousand over the course of ten years. It's all bullshit. Two thousand dollars over ten years. Like each family gonna get two thousand dollars. Now y'all can keep yeah, your money. I'm cool on that. And y'all don't have enough money to pay for the destruction of of all of my ancestors. And and I heard her a hundred million dollars or something. A hundred billion. A hundred billion. That ain't even close. Yeah. You better be talking two, three trillion. Yeah, I better be able to go buy a cigarette truck. Hong Hong. What was that? Uh, Dave Chappelle? Yes. See, I bought this whole cigarette. <laughs> I bought this baby. Straight cash. Straight cash. <laughs> yeah, I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> Other than that, you're wasting your time. And even that, because we have to be able to take that and then uh, never as black people be poor again. Yeah. See, when the Jews, uh, you know, through their Holocaust, they receive all of this funding, Scholarships. Uh, scholarships so much. So they came with everything intact, their culture, their religion, their you know, their God, their money system. They were able to get on their feet, even though they were relocated to somewhere Uh, else. We were never given that opportunity. mm -hmm. Technically, we are owed it. You know what I'm saying? And we haven't received it. So but this sounds more like a political ploy 
to garner votes or something and split the Democratic votes and all that shit. So many I wanted, You know what's crazy? I was thinking about Brother O by this week. I hit him up and told him the people wanted to... Uh, okay. And I hit him on, on the gram okay. and was like, yo, it's time. The people want to see you. He ain't got back to me yet, but you know how it is. Okay, bad. But, uh, yeah, That'd yeah. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. That'd be real dope. Okay, any more questions? If not... So-called Jews, yeah, the Akhenazis, you know. So with them that, motherfuckers. With that being said... Uh, don't forget to go to urbanx.nyc for your yes. shirts. Uh, we appreciate the support we getting so we, we we definitely appreciate it. It's been dope. Yes. It's been dope. It's been a lot of hard work, but it's been a lot of hard dope. work. We appreciate the support as always. We need to get Eli up to a thousand subs. Let's do that. Let's do that overnight. It's in the description. Uh, these shirts twenty eight dollars. If you spend over a hundred dollars, you're gonna get a signed copy of Urban Culture Decoded. All right, so all of these things are popping. We appreciate your support once again, and you already know what it is. Peace. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. With that blog in, put it down, cause my little homie called in. Had to bail him out, he in trouble with the law again. Black skin can't win in the white world. Seen a brother kill his own kid for that white girl. We ain't wanna go to school, but we had to. Every February, it was scary in them classrooms. Shimmy y'all, shimmy gay. Old dirty bastards can't own dirty slaves, so they own dirty masters. Black dot found the pot as a youngin' broke it down for his son, and now he serve it to the masses. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Black mass, man, it's time to rock. I had to find a way, I couldn't find a job. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Couldn't find a prayer, couldn't find a God. Urban excellence, a product of my residence. From four score to 44, Obama was the president. I told mama I ain't tryna go to church. I'm like Adam, every Adam is a product of the dirt. And I've been weeping what he showed. I got the product, got the dirt. And I can teach you what I know, but then you got him put in work. You in trouble if you waiting on the government. I told my bro I make it out the hood and that's a covenant. The world around us is smart. We think your education should be smart, too. With the FlexPath learning format from Capella University, you can set your own deadlines and leverage your experience to move forward at your pace. Visit capella.edu to learn more. Capella University. Don't just learn. Learn smarter.